all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Preventive Medicine and Nurse Practitioner at UMMC. Joining me in the studio is one of my great friends and colleagues also at UMMC in the Department of Preventive Medicine. I have Dr. Fiona Lewis, who is not a stranger to the show, so you guys probably remember her. But if you don't, she is a registered dietitian as well as a chef. And so she is a wealth of knowledge about nutrition and how to make healthy food taste yummy. Because at the end of the day, if your food don't taste good, why are you eating it, right? Right. Don't waste your calories on things that don't taste good. And we're going to be talking um, about healthier holidays um, today. And whenever people hear the topic, they go, oh, no. Can you do that? Can you have a healthy holiday? You can. And so those are some of the things we're going to talk about, Um, not only food and nutrition-wise, but, you know, mental health-wise as well as physical health um, for your holiday season. If you have a question or a comment for us, our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. So the other comment I usually get is, oh, are you going to take all my fun stuff away? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not like the, I'm not the fun Grinch. Like, right. you know, we want the holidays to be a time that you enjoy because Absolutely. that 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 is the purpose of, of this holiday season is to to celebrate um, the reason for the season, to celebrate the fact that we can get together right. with family and right. friends um, and enjoy that. And. It somehow has morphed into like how much food I can fit in my yeah. body at one time. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, I think there's a really good place to start. Like overall, that the holidays are about people and mm-hmm. each other. So we're always around to celebrate each other's presence. The fact that we made it through another year to express gratitude um, for each other's love and support throughout Mm -hmm. the year. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm with you on the fact that I'm not sure how it became this whole thing around food. Like for five or six weeks nonstop, we're eating indiscriminately whatever we want. Um, And then kind of spending six uh, months trying to get off you know the way to undo what we've done in five or six weeks and sometimes people get mad at me and they'll say it's just once a year you know so what what's the big deal and so first of all i'm not with you right like i don't control how you eat or what you do i'm here to give you suggestions 
if you want to make a healthier choice, right? right? And so uh, it is, in fact, not just once a year because holiday season here in Mississippi, holiday season kicks off with the fair. So, you know, Mm. you're relatively new to Mississippi. Yes, ma'am. Tell me. Yeah, a little over a year. Tell me. Um, And it's in October, the beginning part of October, and that kind of kicks off the let's let's eat uh, season. (laughs) And, you know, it's usually um, not... Not super healthy food, right. right? And so, you know, I've done pieces on you know healthier choices at the fair, and you know, people get mad at me about that. But that's okay because right. I, you know, I've chosen to make a healthier choice right. here so that right. I can balance it out later on. Um, and then we go into Halloween, and then Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, and then New Year's. Right. So it really is a several month long journey of food and again it's not that we don't want to have food that's good and delicious for us um we just want to balance it right right? so that you can enjoy the foods that give you memories and that's what what really um the food is about it's not necessarily about the food and how much it's just where it takes us emotionally and so um if we can do that and still be good to our kind to our bodies and nourish our bodies, um, I I think that's that's a good place to start and that's a good way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Is it really about you know eating copious amounts of uh, sweet things and fatty and salty things, or is it more of um, you know you and I talk about we just talked about your grandma's um, candied sweet potatoes, candied sweet potatoes, where you would eat the por- a portion that gives you. That I would m- eat two portions, or, yeah, <laughs> and then and then you will work out right, not doing that every day, or, right? You know, you 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 would have some intention about not overeating right or not overindulging well and i would balance that plate so you know for me so my grandmother is no longer with us and so i will never have her candied sweet potatoes again you know i mean my mom makes yummy ones they're still not quite the same but if my grandmother was here and she made those like i would eat them but i would enjoy every single bite i wouldn't mindlessly eat them and i would be a little bit more cognizant of the other things that i added to my plate so that i could spend the most amount of time eating that food that i really 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 wanted you know so you know if there's dressing and sweet potatoes and macaroni and cheese and potato salad and mashed potatoes and all of these other not bad because they're carbs, just they're usually very calorie heavy because right. of the things we've added into right. them. Then I would just go, which one of these things could I have any other time of the year? And it's not iconic for me right. for Thanksgiving. Right. For me, it would be the mashed potatoes. Like that's not, I, I can have mashed potatoes on a Tuesday night, right. you know? And so I would leave those off my plate, right? And I would probably leave actually the majority of those off except for the dressing because dressing is again, not something that I get right. but usually at holiday time right, right? so those would where I, I would spend my calories so to speak right there and then balance my plate out with some veggies and right. you know some something green right. <laughs> you know, right. something with some bold <laughs> colors in it um, to, to try and make that Absolutely. work um, but it you know it's whatever dish just makes you feel like your home exactly you know? so honoring our food traditions but at the same time nourishing our bodies it's possible to honor our food traditions and if we really think about it a lot of times our our food traditions are not um 
<laughs> and not unkind to our bodies as we make them out to be if we're really thinking about mm. how we're going to honor them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, For me, I grew up differently. So the mashed right. potatoes and the... We do other things that right. are not necessarily um, as kind, but you you know, for the flavors like roti or... Um, when when I used to eat meat, we had uh, it's oxtail, but oh, um, oh, oh I had oxtail right, too. Those right. are good. So and so those things are my food. Some of our food traditions, as you're talking about um, your sweet potatoes, that you know you would just have a little. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit. You have a taste. Most of the time, we're spent laughing and talking as right. opposed to. Just, eating and eating, right. you know, and, and that's um, kind of like where we started, where it's about people. We're celebrating the time that we have with each other. We spend more time laughing and talking mm-hmm. and dancing. And Oh, I'm coming to your silly. We don't dance. We, we, we play we dance, cards. We like, dance. You dance. You dance. I mean, well, it was card. Yeah. Card time was our holiday table. After everybody finished eating, all the stuff was cleared off the table. And then a deck of cards or dominoes right, came out. Right, and that, right, right. And when you were a kid... Um, you felt like you finally like graduated to being like an adult when you got to sit at the table and play cards or play dominoes. Right. You were like, I've made it. Like I, <laughs> they think I am smart enough to sit here and play these things now. Right. So, you know, and that those are the memories I have, Absolutely. right? And so when I think back of all the meals that I had growing up or all the holidays, that is the memory right. that actually comes through the most, not, not, the, food. not the food, right? Not the food. Except for those sweet potatoes, the, that one, that one's there. Yeah, I'm with you. That I'm one's with there. You. I'm there with the roti. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what is roti? So roti is a flatbread. It's kind of like nan. Okay. Um, ingredients: flour, uh, a pinch of salt, baking powder, some water. Uh, you mix it up into a nice soft dough and a little bit of oil. There's some fat in there. You let it sit for a while so the baking soda can uh, work. Then you roll it really, really flat and you put it on what's called a tawa, which is like a flat pan. Hmm. Um, and you will bake it on one side, flip it over, um, put some a little bit of oil because the oil helps to keep it uh, moist. And then you take it, you pick it up off the, the uh, tawa and then you start clapping it. To break it up. So, huh. for me, it really wasn't about the roti. And it still isn't, although the taste is good and I make it from time to time. It's more about cooking the roti with my mom and us laughing because it's so hot and we have to clap it. Yeah. And, and it's like hot potato, you know, right? that kind of a thing. So, I think focusing, like you said, focusing on those experiences. Yeah. The roti is good. It seems yeah. very similar kind of to like our, not in recipe wise, right. but in the tradition, our cornbread. Right. right? You right. know, like every family right. kind of has a cornbread recipe right. and you learn how to make it when you're little and, you know, all of those kinds of different Absolutely. things growing up. So regardless of the culture that we grew up in, right. food still kind of unites us all right. there. Exactly. Food culture. And then I'll make you some roti. I you make me I some will. roti. I'm going to make you some uh, candied sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. And we're going to chow down. Definitely. Hers will taste better than mine because like i said she's a chef all right guys it's just it is just food it's all delicious (laughs) all right guys we're gonna go ahead and take our first break of the hour if you have a question or a comment for us about maybe your favorite holiday dish or holiday memory we would love to hear those today our number is 1-877-MPB-RING it's 1-877-672-7464 we'll be back in just a few
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. I'm Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law, host of In Legal Terms. If you're enjoying this podcast, I encourage you to listen to In Legal Terms, the show about you and your rights. We find interesting legal topics to bring to you and let you know how the law affects you. Find In Legal Terms on any podcasting platform on your smart device or on our website, inlegalterms.mpbonline.org. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell here today with Dr. Fiona Lewis. We're talking about healthier holidays. And uh, the first segment of the show, we talked about uh, the memories associated yes. with uh, the holiday time. And that's really what it's about, remembering the good times and then also creating new, new memories, memories. Um, Absolutely. which is what I try to do with with my boys um, is create the, the new memories. And unfortunately, my Thanksgiving season was not a healthy or Thanksgiving. The food was, but both my boys have had bronchitis for mm. about a week and a half. And mm. so they sound like choo-choo trains. They're still mm. home today. And so we did not get to have our big family get together because mm. uh, my dad um, has some immune system issues. And so we didn't want to expose him to that. Um, but we took uh, traditional foods that we normally would have had for Thanksgiving, and I made healthier versions of them. Um, before in the first segment, we talked all about candy yams. I don't make candy yams at home really anymore because I can't make them like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So why why bother? <laughs> um, but my husband does not think it is um, the holiday season if we don't have sweet potato casserole. Okay, you know the kind with marshmallows on top. <sighs> Yes, like it's. I, it's I didn't not, realize that was such a thing down oh, here. Oh, such a thing! You can't such, talk about sweet such potato a casserole thing. without right. the marshmallow, right? But in the past, we would have made them with uh, milk, butter, and brown sugar. Is how we would have made them. And so this year, um, what I actually did was took low-fat coconut milk mm. um, and warmed that up on the stove with some maple syrup in it and some vanilla and used that. And because of the fat content of the coconut, coconut milk, milk, I didn't need any butter right. in that. And he didn't know. He was like, these are delicious. Right. He was like, these aren't vegan. And I was like, yeah, they are. Well, except for the marshmallows <laughs> on top. Right, um, right. But, you know, so it was just a simple swap that we made there just to lighten up the calories a little bit there. And that's what we're uh, trying to convey. Right. You know, still have the foods, but think about the swaps. And think about, it's so funny that your husband actually didn't even oh, didn't notice. Know. Because sometimes we get so caught up and stick into a traditional recipe mm-hmm. and we think our family and friends are going to think whatever we make, you know, the adjustments are awful. Right. But most of the time they just appreciate that we made it with so much love. Right. They don't even notice that we made some adjustments. And if they did, just say it's a new family tradition. Right. Well. Right. Well, our new family tradition is coconut milk and our sweet potatoes right. because it, it tasted exactly right. the same. Right. You know, so there's that. If you guys have a question or a comment about healthier holidays or you want to share maybe a way you lighten up a, a favorite family recipe of yours, we would love to hear those today. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb 
spring, you can always send me an email at fit at mpbonline.com. Org. All right, so we're going to put a pin in the food for a second, right. and let's talk about some of the other things that we can do to have um, a healthier holiday. And Absolutely. one of those things is self-care, right? Yes. And so yes. the holidays can be a very stressful time for everyone, especially if you're the hostess. Yes. So I know my sweet mom, when we go home, not even if it's a holiday, just like if she's going to be cooking a family meal for us, right. like she's in the kitchen all day, sweating. And, like, everybody else gets a shower and gets ready to sit down. And, like, she sits down at the table and looks like something has ran over her. Right. right? Because she spent all day prepping everything for everyone else and never took care of herself. Right. Right. And for her, that's how she shows love. Right. Mm -hmm. Is is to do that. But it's important for us to show love back to her. Um, So how do we take care of ourselves this holiday season? So if you're the hostess, um, a couple of things I would suggest. The first thing, um, I know that you love it when uh, you are the, well, I want to say this. The the do it all the superhero, mm-hmm. but delegation is really important. So if if possible, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you know you know people are coming and they make a specific dish that's really tasty that everyone else will enjoy, make it a potluck. I mean, right. why not delegate some things? If you don't feel comfortable doing that, one of the ways to create new memories is actually cooking together. Mm-hmm. So have your kids, have your husband, have some people. Uh, if kitchen is big enough, or if not, still put them outside in the dining room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make little stations where people are um, doing the peas. Somebody's doing the peas and somebody's doing the carrots and so on and so forth. So that it becomes this big event. Right. Um, and if it's never been done before, at least try it once and see how much fun it is before um, moving on. What, at this time, you know, we're, all, we're out shopping mm. and sometimes we do not eat. Oh, yes. You know, we, all of a sudden the routine changes. So eating regular meals is important. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping the blood sugar steady so that later, either we're not lightheaded. Some people have um, hyperreactive um hypoactive I forgot what it's called but hypoglycemia there we go I got you you got it out I'm here so you may not have diabetes but you may be uh, tend to have be hypoglycemic so then your blood sugar is low then you're cranky and you're moody and 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 just low in energy so even if you don't um, eat a regular meal at least have some snacks in your bag Mm -hmm. or at least have a, a plan if if you know where you're going that you're gonna stop and grab something quick to eat um, and that helps with later on that, you know, I'm not eat, picking out and eating whatever I want to eat that's not so good for me at the end of the day because I didn't eat well. Mm-hmm. And that just throws the energy level off. It throws off uh, my clarity in my thinking. It throws off my mood. So I'm just like snapping at people because I didn't eat right. all day. You're angry. Right. You're angry. You're exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, those things, delegating uh, creating a new family tradition or, or, you know, community tradition of everybody getting together and cook and also trying to make sure when I'm out shopping and, and doing those things, I'm still taking care of myself. Some some, some sort of nourishment for mm-hmm. my body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. We've got a comment in Florence. We're going to go talk with uh, Roger. Good morning, Roger. Well, good morning. How are you? Uh, thank- <laughs> I'm, I'm well. I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what can we do for you today well another good show and i listened and called once and decided maybe my 
comment wouldn't fit. And then your discussion continues, and I think it fits. It uh, has to do with the reason for the season, and yes. some of that was touched upon. And the uh, regardless of one's religion or, or lack thereof, mm-hmm. it is a celebration. We don't know if the date's right, but That's right. the life of the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So people can celebrate that because as far as we know, if we trust the translations, that, uh, that he was quite a wonderful person and taught us much. And so Muslims and others acknowledge that. So let's all acknowledge that mm-hmm. during the Christmas season as we eat. And the second thing is a recollection of my family when we only had two of the four boys. Uh, down in Long Beach, we had a next-door neighbor oh, across the back fence who were very poor. They had a lot of children, and they did two things that I've never forgotten uh, in their family. One has nothing to do with food. Very quickly, it was that each child was allowed to, enter, to uh, open one present on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and one on Christmas Day and one on each day thereafter until mm-hmm. they ran out because then they remembered who the heck gave them the gifts. Mm-hmm. Right, the other right. thing has to do with, with, with the, the Christmas meal. They always set an empty chair and plate. And I don't know the conversations because I was never there, but that tradition is something that teaches children, even if you don't say a word, because they'll ask, who's that plate for? Mm-hmm. And you can say whatever you wish. Mm-hmm. You can say it's for Jesus, but that's Maybe a little heavy for some people, but you can say because that's to remind us that maybe somebody hungry would walk up and eat with us and we could share. So that's my comment. I wish you Merry Christmas for all the good reasons, and I thank you, and I'm going to hang up. Thank you, Thank Roger. You. That was, that beautiful was beautiful. I got like I got misty because that is that that's the reason that's why it. we do things. That's Gratitude it. for what we have, right. but always thinking about those who may not have Absolutely. as much and what we can do Absolutely. to to support humans, right. right? Regardless of what our beliefs are, right. we're all we're all in this together, yes, right? Ma'am. We're all on this planet together. Yes, ma'am. And you know, we can show love for each other in multiple different right. ways. But Merry right. Christmas to you, Roger. Thank you so much for giving us a call. And if you guys want to share uh, a Christmas memory or a holiday memory or a way that you celebrate, we would love to hear those. Our number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. All right, getting back um, to the self-care mm-hmm. so you mentioned like not uh, when we're out shopping and prepping and all these things skipping meals one thing that i saw going around social media so much the uh, past couple of weeks were these memes about like not eating all day long to like <laughs> save up room for uh the meal okay first of all that's that's not how your stomach works okay just i will not give you a huge anatomy did you snort i love it it was great i snort all the time but that's not how your stomach works. Like right. it doesn't, it, that's not how it works. Right. Um, I just, I don't have anything else to say, but that's just not, not how, how it works. works. Um, but what about calorie wise? Is that, is that a smart way to do it? To like save up all the calories for the end of the day? Well, the funny thing is you may end up eating just as much or more because, right. you know, you waited that long. And, and if we're thinking about the foods that we're saving up to eat, 
um, are not fruits and vegetables <laughs> that are high in fiber right. and, and water content. Right. They are high in sugar and fat and salt. Right. So between the, the sugar and the fat, um, I'm pretty sure, if not close to, um, more mm-hmm. calories we're eating right. when we squ- save up. You guys can't see my air right. quotes, but save right. up. Right. We're not saving it. Anything, right? And and you know to have that much sugar and fat and salt at one time um, is really not a good thing, right, especially absolutely. if we're um, looking at our blood pressure, and our blood sugar, and those sort of issues. It's not a good idea to do that. Our brain, you know, our stomachs don't work there. Our brains. Um, need glucose throughout right. the day to function and for us to think clearly. And yes, our stomachs just do not work that way. Right, right. And I mean, you mentioned blood pressure and I mean, not to get too sciencey, but there is a direct effect on some of the foods that we eat and our blood vessel reactivity, right? So your blood vessels throughout your body, they either get smaller mm-hmm. or they get bigger. And when they get smaller, blood pressure tends to go up, right? Mm-hmm. The one of the ways, one of some of the ways that blood pressure medicines work is they relax right, out the blood right, vessels right. so that they are not so tight. Right. And some foods, usually ones that are higher in fat, saturated fat, cholesterol, right. salt, those kinds of things, um, actually prevent the blood vessels from relaxing, relaxing out. We can actually measure that. And I mean, it can last up to six hours after a meal, that degree right. of of kind of squishing of the blood vessels down there and the resulting high blood pressure. Right. And so, you know, it's not a benign Right. thing. Right. And so I'd rather see you spend, you know, a couple hundred calories at breakfast and right. a couple hundred calories at lunch and then take in less of those, you know, calorie bomb meals right. later on. And you've still enjoyed it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, what I usually find is the beginning part of the food we enjoy. And then it starts to kind of taper off because our taste buds have been stimulated. And mm. then the last thing third we're just slap miserable but we're still eating still because it's on our plate right right? and so you know there is that whole notion of stopping when you're 80 percent full um, which is one thing that I try and and do at most meals is stop when I'm comfortably full like I'm no longer hungry and your brain has to catch up a little bit with your stomach at that point, and you will be pleasantly full for the remainder of the of the time until your next meal when you we do that. We have to be paying attention to that sensation. You know, slow enough to know right. Because when feels. we woof it right. down, we bypass that whole system there. So that all goes back to the notion of mindful right. eating, which doesn't mean you have to meditate while you eat. It just means you have to be present while you eat. Right. And so you are aware of all the bites that you're putting in your mouth. Think about if you've ever like cracked open a bag of chips and sat down in front of the TV. You eat those chips until you put your hand in the bag and there are no more chips. And you don't even remember exactly. eating all of those because you weren't really focused on what it tasted like, right. the textures of it, the crunch of it, all of those different kinds right. of things. All right. So we'll go ahead and take our next break um, of the show. If you have a question or a comment for us about the holiday season, we would love to hear those. Our number is one mpb ring And you can send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a few.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. If you ever miss one of our locally produced shows or want to simply hear it again, you can find what you need at mpbonline.org or download our podcast app to your smartphone. MPB programming is on your schedule at mpbonline.org. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. We're talking all about healthier holidays today. And if you would like to join our conversation, our number is one mpb ring It's one 672 7464 All right, Fiona, um, we had somebody pop in the, the booth over the break to share uh, kind of a, an anecdote that they have right. about ways to kind of lighten up meals, which really tied in perfectly with the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is vegging out, right? Yes, and by yeah. vegging out, I mean adding more non-starchy vegetables Vegetables. to your meal. So she came in to say that um, a recipe that they had been exposed to was, you know, taking a traditional dressing recipe, Mm -hmm. which, um, you know, did y'all do dressing or were y'all stuffing people? Because, you know, there's a difference. I know. I'm learning. Stuffing is more uh, like made out of a regular bread bread, and dressing is made out of cornbread. Right. right? And, you know, usually has chicken broth and um, cream of chicken soup. And that's new to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but it has very little vegetables in it usually. Uh, My mom's recipe has carrots and, not carrots, uh, she'd be like, no, it doesn't. I don't put carrots in my (laughs) dressing. Crazy person. Um, Has onions, garlic, celery Mm -hmm. in it. And so when I made dressing this past week, I did the the same kind of starting Mm -hmm. out, but I added a ton of oyster mushrooms to mine um, because it doesn't have any, any meat in it. And so I was trying to bulk it up. And it's essentially what um, she just said as well was it was taking the traditional dressing mix and then adding lots of other veggies into it because it expanded the amount of food. And so you were still able to eat the same portion, but it had less calories because vegetables, tell me, vegetables high or low in calories? Low. So low. So low. Low, 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 low. Low. Right? Because they're they're high in fiber and high in water. Right? And water has no calories and fiber fiber has no calories. Our body doesn't digest fiber. Right? But it has a lot of bulk to it. And so the way our stomach does work, since we talked about how it doesn't work a minute ago, (laughs) the way our stomach does work is for the majority the amount of food you put into your stomach or the amount of of size of things is what makes us full, not the amount of calories in it, right? So if we have a tablespoon of oil that has 120 calories in it, we just down that like a shot, it's not going to take up any room in our stomach and we're not going to be full. But if we had uh, four or five cups of fruit or vegetables... Which is what 120 calories would be. Yeah, about three or four cups of vegetables, then... We're going to be full. You'd have so a little broccoli a stem right. tickling the back of your throat because <laughs> exactly. you would be full, you know. And so that's what it's all about when I said at the beginning, balance, right? right? So, you know, if you make half of your plate these very non-starchy right. vegetables, uh, then that automatically goes ahead and takes up a bunch of room in your belly exactly. for not a lot of calories so that you then can enjoy some of the higher calorie foods right. without just 
breaking the bank, right? right? Um, so tell me what some of those non-starchy vegetables are. So we got broccoli, we got cauliflower, we got eggplant, we got, what else we got? We got the leafy greens. That's mm. a big category. We have our onions and, um, and, uh, what Green else beans. Green beans. Um, asparagus. Yes, we do. I usually say if you can take that vegetable and like, break it or cut it in half right. and it's pretty much the same color all the way through then it's more non-starchy right. whereas if you take it and you squish it mm-hmm. and it's fluffy on the inside like a potato right. is that's a starchier vegetable right. again doesn't mean it's a bad vegetable and we don't eat them they're just going to have a little bit more calorie right. in them than the non-starchy right. ones are and so we just want to again balance right. that out a little bit there yeah. and those are the ones that are actually on the uh, appetizer platters at our parties mm. that we tend to say oh no i'm saving room for you know the the entree or the main dish and those are the appetizers we're going to encourage you to try a little bit more mm-hmm. of um definitely will help you uh start create that feeling of fullness so that when you get to the entree you will enjoy enough but still have room for um uh, to to feel full, to be satisfied, and and be that eighty percent full, mm-hmm. and if needs be, take the rest home and have some lunch for the next day at work or something like yeah, that. Absolutely. All right, we've got a uh, comment about dressing. Uh oh, I might be fixing to get educated <laughs> on how to make the right southern dressing. Let's I hear. Hear it. All right, Miss Judy, tell me what I'm doing. Uh, well, uh, I work with uh, my WW, which is Weight Watchers. Uh huh. And we use cooked cauliflower in our dressing, and you nice. need to use glass cornmeal. That and is an when, excellent tip. It sure when is. You cook the, when you cook the cauliflower, it looks just like cornmeal when you mash it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you can lo- use less of the cornmeal, and it's really, really good. It's called cauliflower dressing. Okay. Do you, like, steam the cauliflower beforehand? Yes. You okay. steam it or boil it, whatever you want to do. But your cornmeal looks just like a pancake kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you're going to think you're messed up, but you really <laughs> haven't messed up, Okay. because when you put that cauliflower in it, it bulks up, and it looks more like uh, like your cornmeal. Wow, that is an excellent tip and one I will absolutely try because I do like cauliflower. That's actually what we had for our main instead of a turkey this year. We had a big roasted head of cauliflower and it was delicious. So thank you so much. Can't actually taste it at all. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a good uh, expander item. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for that call, Judy. You have a great holiday. All right, and let's talk about... um, we're talking about non-starchy vegetables mm-hmm. and adding those to your plate. We do want to be cognizant of how we prepare those to, to some degree, right? Yes. I mean, we don't want to add all of, all the animals to all the meats right. and butters and creams and all those kinds of things. Um, so when I say, you know, make half your plate non-starchy vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, we're really talking about um, maybe sautéed green beans right. or, or roasted asparagus, right. those types of things, so that you then can have, you know, those richer items that are going to have more calories per bite in there. Um, but, you know, the the key point is just enjoy your food, Absolutely. right? And be present while you're eating that. Absolutely. All right, let's go down to Balexi and talk with Paul this morning. Hello, Paul. Uh, hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. What can we do for you today? Well, I had a I had a comment uh, before the break. You were talking about the tendency for people to save up 
and uh, get a lot of their calories or most of their calories toward the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And one of my comments on that is, you know, generally uh, for weight loss, uh, you'd establish your caloric maintenance level mm-hmm. and then uh, eat less than that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eat mindfully and eat a balanced diet, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but by the saving up, the second thing that happens is not to get too scientific. The body responds uh, on a cellular level by reducing the metabolism mm-hmm. because it thinks, my God, if we're going to wait 16 or 18 hours right. before the next meal, right. uh, if you skip breakfast and you skip lunch or you just have mm-hmm. a little snack or something, uh, your metabolism slows down yes. and you gain weight. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, all of the uh, food calories that you're putting in, the body is saying, okay, wait a minute, let's start saving these right. uh, as quickly as possible. And so rather than metabolize, it stores. And not only is your metabolism slowed down, but your body is responding by storing calories as quickly and as efficiently as possible as fat. But those are much more difficult to break down when they're needed. So that's my comment. Uh, And uh, it's a fascinating show. I've I've enjoyed it. And uh, I've told several people I know the uh, this bit about the metabolism and not saving mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. they have all lost weight mm-hmm. rather dramatically. Fantastic. <laughs> they say, wow, I'm eating three meals a day, and I'm not hungry all day long. Right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's amazing what happens when you feed your body, right? right? Yeah, so yeah. you're you're, you're correct. Yes, uh-huh. and it's the same deal while super low-calorie diets, while initially may cause a little bit of right. weight loss, that usually winds up plateauing out, and then most people go, well, I'll just eat less and less right. and less and it's just the metabolism continuing to decline because it's it thinks the food is right. gone you right. know and so we're storing things for when the food eventually runs out yeah, completely their body is very complex intricate well it doesn't want to die so, <laughs> you know yes. self self preservation exactly. so that's how exactly, yeah. that's how we're built <laughs> all right thank you so much for that call today paul well thank you you're have welcome All right, we're going to go ahead and take our last break of the hour. When we come back, we'll get to our caller on the line as well as um, take any other callers that would like to join us. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. We'll also be saying goodbye to Dr. Lewis. She has to jet away for another engagement. So always um, thank you for being on the show with me, and I wish you the happiest of holidays and Merry Christmas. To you and your listeners as well. That's right, and I'll see you later on this afternoon, I bet. Um, But thank you for joining us. Thank you. podcast. A contractor ever tell you the price of something and it sounds so high you think, eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101, podcast everywhere. 
Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell. I've been talking all about healthier holidays today, and we've had some great callers um, with some great holiday memories, as well as some good tips for making your holiday a little bit healthier. If you've got a question or a comment, now's the perfect time to give us a call. Our number is one mpb ring It's 1-877-672-7464. And we're going to go straight on over to the lines because Kathleen in Osaka has been holding for a little bit. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning. Thank you for waiting on me. How can we, what can I do for you today? Well, I can help y'all out. Yay! I got an excellent, easy, easy, easy dish for cauliflower. Okay, lay it on me. Get a pot. Okay. Put either two inches of water or stock or wine and herbs, whatever you want in it, you know. You put a steel, not a plastic colander. Okay. Get a cauliflower, wash it thoroughly, peel back all the leaves on the side. If you want to leave a few for decorative, they're edible too. Put the whole thing in the steamer. Put a lid on, let it steam. The whole thing becomes steamed. Mm-hmm. You have a fancy bowl to the side. You lift the whole thing out and put it in the bowl. You take some of that liquid you have left, and you can put mushrooms uh, or divvy up the kinds of mushrooms, and you let them co- You add a little margarine, not much. Okay. And you, you let the mushrooms kind of steam in there. You just cut off the tips of the stems. Use the stems for the sauce. Mm-hmm. And then you put the mushrooms in a circle around the top. You could add your own flour or cornstarch is healthier. And then make like a little kind of flavored roux. Mm-hmm. And you pour that over the top and bake it a little bit. And guess what? It's done. That sounds delicious, Kathleen. And it's very it similar. Very similar to what I did for Thanksgiving. I did not steam mine beforehand. Um, I roasted it in the oven, but very, very similar because uh, I put little veggies around the side. Almost looked like a little like a little crown roast that I did in there, and it it gets so tender and delicious. Well, just call it cauliflower and aspect, and it makes it sound richer, fancier. But it's steamed, <laughs> and you don't lose any of the nutrients. Uh huh. My dear mother, I love her to death. An excellent cook, fed five kids for years, had a habit of cooking. Cabbage to it was like a slime. Yeah. And cauliflower to like a slime and broccoli till it completely fell apart. But it was food and she got all of us fed. But I just thought somebody might like that. If you're working, you can do it ahead of time and just heat it up in the same microwaveable mm-hmm. bowl or something or server and then pour the sauce on top at the last minute. Excellent. The texture, you don't get it all mushy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks good. Well, thank- up some parsley and paprika and it's restaurant style. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for that, Kathleen. I'm going to have to give it a try. All righty. All right. Have a good one. All right. We're going to go on up to Tupelo and talk with James this morning. Hello, James. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's great. What can What can I do for you today? Um, well, I actually have a recommendation for right. uh, sneaking some vegetables into dishes. <laughs> okay. Just a, a brainchild that I had. I'm sure other people do it, but I've been playing around with it, and it works well for me. Okay. If um, if you have a food dehydrator, like uh, a lot of people here in the South do for making jerky and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. that, that works really well on vegetables as well. Uh, one of the things I do for uh, my daughter, because she, she'll eat anything pasta, anything Italian food, uh, I take zucchini and either run them through a mandolin slicer or slice them uh, sort of really thin so you have thin rectangles. I put those and sliced mushrooms in the dehydrator, 
and just basically get all the moisture out. And you can you can do this ahead of time. It's dry. They preserve well. Uh, but you basically take that instead of your lasagna noodles mm. and layer them in your, in, in your lasagna, and they, they, they soak up the uh, tomato sauce or any other flavors that are in there. Um, a lot of times when you make, like, zucchini lasagna, people complain about it being too watery. Yeah, it is watery. Because, mm-hmm. because they contain so much moisture. But if you dehydrate them, uh, they retain all their nutrients, but they soak up the flavors of the sauce much better. That is genius, and I am ashamed that I have not thought of that. That is awesome, and I'm stealing it. And you can do it also with, like, the spiralized zucchini uh-huh. noodles so that you cook them in the sauce, and they, they they get their texture back, but they're full of the sauce flavor instead of wow. being watery. Uh, the same same with mushrooms. If you, if you dehydrate those and then chop them up uh, with a little bit of uh, olive oil in a skillet, you brown that up a little bit, get a little bit of umami, mm-hmm. and make that, make that the base for your tomato sauce. You can make a wonderful ragu without any meat at all. Absolutely. that's. I add mushrooms to my spaghetti sauce since I don't do meat. I do that in lentils, but that sounds absolutely delicious, and I am most definitely going to be stealing that idea, James. Well, good. I hope, hope some people get some use out of it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling. Have a happy holiday. You as well. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, uh, those were both great recipes, and I'm looking forward to trying both of those out. Um, and if I do, I'll post them over on my Facebook page on Healthy Habits with Josie, and uh, we can see how they turned out and whether my family ate them or not. Um, I know I'm going to eat them because I've never met a vegetable other than a beet and a rutabaga that I don't like. In the last couple of minutes, I want to talk about one of the easiest ways to cut back on calories this holiday season, which is your beverage choice. We tend to... Um, pick not so great beverage choices this time of the year and they're really empty calories right there's very little um uh memories that are made around some of these beverages if there is of course go ahead and have that that beverage but um i try and pick things that are going to be lower in calorie for beverages at parties and at the holiday meal table so instead of soda or sweet tea or alcoholic beverages Think about some ways that you can do kind of some festive um, mocktails, so to speak, that you can do along with that. Sparkling water is a great way to make something look very festive, but without adding a lot of calories into it. And one thing that I do is set out a little beverage bar cart um, with different things to choose on there. And so I will have some some juices on there. We want to be careful and not go super overboard with juices because they are just the sugar parts of the fruit and don't have the fiber. Um, But if you put a little bit of juice uh, in the bottom of the glass and fill it up with ice and then add some sparkling water in on top of it, um, it looks great, especially if you do like a cranberry juice, and especially this time of year, and put that kind of seltzer water or sparkling water in on top of it um, and then kind of top it with a lime. It's very um, festive colors, red and green. You get that fizziness that you... um, associate with a fancy party drink, but very, very low in calorie here. Um, Now, if you are choosing an alcoholic beverage, be careful um, because if you overconsume alcohol, your impulse control goes down. And so you may have set out with a good game plan in terms of making healthier food choices. But if you had a little too much alcohol, then uh, you tend to just uh, eat whatever and make less than healthy food choices there. So 
I usually recommend people kind of alternate. So if you had an alcoholic beverage right now, then the next drink you have should be plain water um, and then go to another alcoholic beverage if that's what you're choosing there. But always kind of alternate so that you're getting a break from the alcohol. You're kind of diluting it out, so to speak, with water and making sure that you're staying hydrated um, because alcohol does tend to dehydrate you there. Um, And again, if you're um, doing alcohol, think about lower calorie mixers that you can add in. So again, that sparkling water instead of maybe a soda added in there or a um, sugary sweet uh, alcoholic mixer. Those are just easier ways to cut back on those things. And then if, you know, you grandmama makes the best eggnog and you just feel like you need to have some, again, have it, have that one glass, enjoy it, but then switch to something that's going to be lower calories overall, Uh, just so that you can have uh, a happy, healthy holiday season that uh, you still make memories with, but that you don't regret later on. Uh, My other tip for healthier holidays is don't wear the stretchy pants, right? So (laughs) there was an episode of Friends, I believe, where he puts on his uh, stretchy pants to eat uh, his food. And when we do wear looser fitting clothes like that, we tend to overeat. So wear some clothes that fit you that are going to give you a little warning bell of, hey, you're reaching your limit of food here. It's time to slow down. Um, So, guys, have a happy holiday season. Enjoy it. Be with your friends. Be with your family. Remember the reason that we're all gathered together. Have gratitude for the food in front of you and gratitude for the people around the table that you're sharing it with. Um, I wish you all the best this holiday season, and I hope that it is a healthy and fit holiday. Thank you so much to Dr. Lewis um, for joining me today, as well as thank you to Kevin Farrell, our producer, for another great show. And super duper thanks to all the callers that called in today with some absolutely amazing recipes that we're going to have to give a try. Um, You can always uh, find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. Just look for Southern Remedy. And also be sure to tune in every weekday at 11 for the full Southern Remedy lineup. You've been listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. Oh, 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 o